You're listening to the Don's Cast, an unofficial fan podcast about the greatest Australian football team, the Essendon Bombers. My name is Jamie. And I'm Nick. And mate, what a great feeling it is to beat North, as always, but uh, it's great to win by 12 goals. Absolutely, mate. What a cracker of a game it was. And you're right, uh, yeah, North are just one of those sides that um, gives you particular pleasure uh, when you beat them. And uh, as you say, mate, to beat them by 12 goals was all the better because I reckon it's been, I mean, there was a Saints game, but apart from that, it's been a long time since we've truly buried a side. I think that's the most pleasing thing, mate. Uh, our percentage, it's over 105 at the moment, and it's been a long time since the Bombers have had a, a good percentage. Um, you know, usually we can win some tight games here and there, even against the better sides, but Sometimes we just get absolutely buried. And, and look, the only two teams that have truly been able to beat us this year in a, in a big way was Port, um, understandably, when we picked up a few injuries that day as well. And obviously Brisbane up in the wet, um, we just couldn't handle that. But, uh, you know, even the Carlton loss, only 14 points down in that one. And then three games you lose by three points or less. Uh, just goes to show just what a great competitive side we've become in terms of trucks really getting us to play that identifiable brand, which uh, he spoke about when he took over, that he wanted people to know what they'd get when they come and watch Essendon play. Yeah, that's been the most pleasing thing for mine, James. Like, even when we dropped games that, you know, we thought we should have won, uh, there hasn't been a time where I thought, you know, we absolutely... We we stuffed that one completely. Like there was a port game, obviously, but um, apart from that, like the effort was still there. It's uh, for me, while our lack of polish um, has has you know been commented on uh, far and wide, uh, the effort has been four quarters, um, which has been particularly pleasing. And yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of the boys how they um, stuck it out in this game as well. Because while we were challenged in the third, um, we made sure we made back any percentage we might have lost uh, in the fourth. And um, it was just excellent. And the, the big thing that stuck out, stuck out for me in terms of the stats, um, yeah, efficiency inside 50, uh, we went to 66% uh, as opposed to North 35%, um, which obviously if you're, you know, getting shots at goal when you're inside 50, um, yeah, you're going to win more games of footy. Yeah, and that high score made of 141 points, uh... So long, long time since we've kicked that much amount, uh, that many uh, points for a long time, um, and you know, like 141, uh, it was a fast deck. Uh, we played that way, as you said. They came back in the third, um, but yeah, you know, in the past we probably just you know that last term would have just played out, you know, even and you know we'd probably get up by five goals. But you know, I was really pleased to see that. You know, we, we recalibrated and went really hard in that last quarter and, you know, really piled on some goals. Yeah, we certainly did, mate. Um, and just, yeah, like other things that stood out was, um, and Track spoke about it after the game, was we were able to um, go into different modes of, of playing. Like when uh, North sort of choked us up in the third uh, from that style of play we were playing in the first half, uh, we went to more of an uncontested brand to get, get more marks. Ended up taking 134 marks for the match, which, um, you know, that was one thing we were all sort of pretty worried about going into the season. Like, where's our marking power going to be? Because we certainly haven't had that for the last few years. Uh, so, you know, 134 is just huge. 
Uh, and Mark's inside 50, uh, 22 uh, was just massive uh, when we've been averaging more around the sort of 10 mark. Um, so that goes towards those uh, more score involvements. Um, but the best thing, mate, um, we led from start to finish. Um, there was no point in the match where North got on top. And yeah, that was uh, very pleasing to see. Uh, that's right. And, uh, you know, it's been a long time, as you say, that we've you know, dominated teams. You know, even last year when we started pretty well last year, if you can remember, it was all pretty tight except for that Collingwood game where we um, had a really good win that night in the wet. But, yeah, generally uh, our games, are, you know, we easily win by three or four goals. And to have two games this year where we've really belted St Kilda and North Melbourne, um, that's really pleasing. Uh, like, yeah, that Hawthorne game still irks me a bit because I know we were still yeah. coming together, but uh, gee, it would sound much better five and five. You know, like that that game was uh, one that we really let go. But um, yeah, the uh, yeah, Sydney ones and the GWS yeah, that could have gone either way, and obviously we were in the outer in those two games. But that Hawthorne game still sticks in my mind as a real missed opportunity. But yeah, yeah. within uh, three weeks' time, we'll. Uh, Get a chance for a revenge, mate, because we play the Hawks again. Yeah, well, would love to square that ledger, mate. Um, and it's just crazy to think, you know, after, you know, everyone's been talking about it like, you know, it's more of a development year um, rather than wins on the board. Uh, but currently, as it sits now, we're only one game outside of the eight. And I know it's a dangerous thing to dream, mate, but uh, yeah, who knows what we can do. Uh, but it is a tough four weeks sort of coming up. Yeah, I was just had a look at that and, yeah, you got the Eagles over there, uh, followed by the Tigers, who are pretty much, uh, you know, looking to rebound. Uh, they've had a pretty slow start to the season. Uh, you then have a, a bye. You come back against Hawthorne, a game you should win, but then you go on and take on Melbourne. So uh, those next four games uh, will really test us. But, you know, if we play the same kind of brand of footy, even if we lose... Uh, you know, we're the second highest scoring team in the comp, right? So at least we're really rolling the dice when we get the ball. We're looking to attack. And uh, as you say, mate, dare to dream because uh, there's nothing wrong with, you know, taking up these sides. And just because they're higher higher on us on, on the ladder, um, that doesn't win you the game. So, you know, this young team, if they can, you know, really gel, who's to say they can't string a few games together, but, it also sounds like Stringer and Sam Draper aren't far away, mate. So that'll be welcome reinforcements to the side. Certainly will, mate. Uh, yeah, certainly Stringer's talking himself up uh, to to get back out of the park, which is great to hear. Um, interesting, you know, uh, his sort of comments that he's looking for a four-year deal from us. I'm not sure, um, you know, he's like this. He's sort of. Uh, in that category, as things sit right now, um, uh, but you know he is a very important player to us. So it'd be interesting to see how that one plays out. Yeah, three with a trigger sounds uh, right to me, mate. Uh, three with a trigger. So let's give him three years, and you know if he can play, you know, fifty-five games in that three years, um, maybe that's when you can trigger that. But if he's going to be Constantly injured. Uh, obviously, club will want to safeguard itself for that. But uh, one of the players who did sign up today, mate, was uh, Harry Jones. And uh, 
and said after a really slow start in terms of his goal kicking, <laughs> I think he's gone 13 goals one since uh, yeah, coming back in. Yeah, pretty bloody good effort, isn't it? Like, uh, the, the best thing is, like, there's been no point where he's dropped his head. Um, you know, there was that Hawthorne game where obviously he coughed up plenty of uh, chances, uh, but that's just nerves and uh, the young bloke finding his feet out there. Uh, but since then, like, he's continued to contest. Uh, and we're really seeing his game come together and to uh, to have kicked three goals uh, yesterday uh, against North was just excellent. He just looked so, so sort of confident and, and calm and, um, yeah, really happy to take the responsibility to um, go back and kick the goal. And uh, it's just excellent to see and really looking forward to seeing what this bloke can do and great to see that he's signed up uh, pretty early. And I'm in no way comparing Harry James to Joe Danaher, but isn't it great to have a forward that you can rely on to go back and have a set shot and <laughs> and not wonder where on earth this ball's going to go? Um, <laughs> at least if Harry James does miss, it's not going to be by much. Um, yeah, so like I like yeah you know, like knowing that we can have a bit of trust in Harry going back to to settle the score and get a goal. Um, why don't we talk about the match, mate? Um, it started, you know, in epic speed. Like, we just uh, won the clearance. Uh, all of a sudden, it came down into the forward line and, uh, you know, in a contested mark, Harry Jones jumped up and drew a couple of North players with him. Um, and, yeah, then a spot, uh, like a nice um, pass. I think it was Snelling um, squared up and gave it to Kale Hooker. Ah, uh, it was McGrath. He McGrath, was it? Yeah. Snapped it out. Yeah, so like, it was just a lovely way to start the game. Like, as you say, mate, like Phillips fed it, fed it straight down to Parrish and, and off it went. And, uh, you know, Perkins was able to sort of grab it in congestion, get out to McGrath. McGrath snapped it. Uh, Hooker grabbed, took the mark 20 metres out and kicked his first of the day. Uh, and as you say, mate, it was like, it all happened pretty quickly, all in the first minute. Um, and then we got another shot. Uh, when Merritt cleaned it up from half back and did the old one-two with Parrish. And again, it ended up with Cale Hooker, about 40 metres out this time. Um, he drifted wide, the shot. But, um, yeah, we just looked on from, from the start. Yeah, we're just winning the clearances. And as I say, that a theme that would uh, develop during the game was the well, one, two and three between Parrish, McGrath and Merritt. For the way they shared the footy... And, we're able to get separation, really set us up. But uh, then our tall winger ran forward, mate, and, and the poor North bloke didn't have a chance as uh, <laughs> Nick Cox uh, went up and took a mark. Uh, he's about well, 35 metres out, and he went back and calmly kicked the goal. Yeah, and it was a, it was a really good, um, uh, like, shot, uh, pardon me, pass from Snelling. Um, you know, he obviously noticed Cox was the the taller lad out of the two wingers and just popped it up over the top and Cox almost, you know, just reached out over the North player's head and plucked it out of the sky. Um, which, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, for a winger, you just sort of think, Jesus, you know, tough going for for his opponents, but thank God he plays for the red and black. Um, yeah, so that was, that was great. But then North got a bit of a run of play. Um, and kept peppering into forward 50. Um, and we just weren't able to break through their setup at halfback. Uh, and unfortunately, Carrington ended up kicking one through. Yeah, it was a 
bit of an error by the Bombers. They had about two or three backmen down there, and they kind of um, had a chance to take a mark to stop the stop the play, but it kind of the ball bobbled and uh, fell to the North player. And I think it was Zaha tried to slam it through someone and it got smothered. But then, um, yeah, rebounded to Cunnington who, you know, hooked the, uh, hooked the shot and got the goal. So uh, that was a quick reply. So I think it was 13 to 6 at that stage. And, um, <clears throat> you know, we got the ball forward again. And again, it was Kale Hooker to the mark. Yeah, he did. He was right on 50. You know, another beautiful pass to him from Merritt. Uh, but unfortunately, he missed to the side. Uh, but then we got another opportunity when uh, when Snelling, he balked a defender, uh, handballed it to McGrath, who chipped a nice little kick to Langford, who marked it about 35 metres out. And uh, he kicked it straight through to have us, uh, you know, three goals, two, 20 to the north, uh, one goal, six. Yeah, and I, I like the fact that Langford's another one who's pretty reliable at goal. Like, he can have his moments, of course, but um, he's another one that you feel pretty confident at, especially in that 40-metre mark. He's generally go back and kick the goal. And then uh, the aforementioned uh, Harrison Jones got his second... Um, oh, sorry, he got his first with a nice snap that uh, fell out the back. Yeah, it was, uh, it was brilliant. Um you know, uh, we were scrapping and there was plenty of pressure from North, but then Harrison Jones just, you know, sort of ran onto it, picked the ball up off his bootlaces and snapped it through for an absolute beauty of a goal. Um, it was just um, great to see because, you know, he's not you know, he's not a one-dimensional uh, forward. It's not just a, a mark and kick. Uh, he does have a, the tools in his kit bag to... Uh, to do a little snap like that. So, yeah, really great agility from the, our um, big man going forward. And North, uh, yeah, their opportunities were few and far between. And after um, Zaha missed the shot, um, we got the ball again and we tried to get it down to Langford, but this time uh, he only got it behind. Mm. Uh, but not far behind that, we uh, Alec Waterman got on the end of a handball and off about two steps, mate. He just bombed at 55 minutes. Yeah, it was a beautiful kick. Um, but going back to that Zerha miss, like I thought it was excellent. Like Zerha looked to be just waltzing into goal, uh, but Hindy put the afterburners on to put a bit of pressure on the kick and was able to affect it. Um, so he missed. I thought it was great work from from Hindy. Um, and as you say, mate, like when uh, Parrish handballed it out to Waterman, yeah, those couple of steps and bang, like he's a booming left kick. And um, and a straight kick, uh, which is all the better. And again, um, once we controlled the play, um, again out of the north back line, uh, we just streamed forward, and it was absolutely no pressure. Zarakis, uh, you know, streaming through the, into the fifty and kicked a nice goal. Yeah, it was brilliant. Like Zeret picked up that really scrappy kick from Cunnington. Uh, I'd have to say in that first quarter, particularly Zeret was everywhere. Um, and yeah, I thought it was great play when Zaharakis got the footy. Uh, he got the call from Guelphy to say he was free, and Guelphy was there for the shepherd if you needed, uh, which gave him the confidence to keep strolling forward and kick the goal from about 45 metres out. Uh, uh, Northwood reply through Tom Campbell. When, yeah, what did you pick up of that, mate? Yeah, I mean, this is the, the thing I'm watching from Tally, obviously, so you can see different things, but. It just really looked like um, 
Francis was a bit of a deer in the headlight there. Like, um, Campbell was just able to have a free run and take an easy grab. Where I really thought uh, Francis should have had a um, had a run and chucked the fist at it because uh, he had an opportunity to, but you know he didn't. Um, uh, so yeah, Campbell was able to kick an easy one from about fifteen meters out. Uh, and then our last score of that quarter came through um, Tipper. You know, he nearly sort of uh, ran on to one and grubbed the footy, uh, but it was touched before it went through. But um, it was a great start. And as the quarter ended, uh, we were up six goals, 440 to the Ruse, two goals, 113. Uh, great start to the game. Uh, and like, you know, just the way we were, you know, the cohesion in the centre was just so good, like the hands. Yeah, Phillips was doing his role against a very good Ruffman in Goldstein. Uh, but, yeah, I just felt that, uh, yeah, midfield had total control. And North, even when they got it down there, were rebounding really fast and giving ourselves opportunity. Yeah, so, nah, I thought it was a, a great quarter. Uh, and then as we entered the second, uh, we kept our energy up uh, and had a few entries forward. With no real reward, but finally Snelling was able to cram the footy off a boundary throwing from Goldstein, and he uh, snapped one through. Yeah, Snelling, uh, I know sometimes it sounds like we give him a hard time, mate, but I, I thought this is one of his better games. And yeah, he he did very well with that kick, and uh, that was followed up by Kyle Hooker. Yeah, like his hands were were so good. Like he took a, another big grab, bet forty five meters out from goal. On a bit of an angle from a parish kick, uh, and he went back and never looked like missing as he kicked our eighth goal of the match. Yeah, and um, you know Peter Wright, he took that mark about well, fifty-five meters out, or fifty-four meters out, and he went back and that goal he kicked, like he later on kick another goal from almost the same point, but you know just the way that it flowed through the air was beautiful to watch at the ground. Yeah, it was a it was a ripper. Like, um, yeah, he, he'd missed a few marks uh, earlier, uh, but then when he finally clunked that one, as you said, mate, like it seemed to really give him some confidence. Um, and to to kick that goal was awesome. But I have to say, from the TV, mate, um, look, I've seen some dirty play in my time, Jamie, uh, but nothing worse than when Mackay he went over the boundary line and spilled a poor bloke's beer. Uh, I thought that was <laughs> that was a bit that was a bit rough. Um, um, yeah, the guy wasn't happy, was he? He's uh, <laughs> <having beer. laughs> no, uh, neither should he be. Um, yeah. and, and then not long later, um, Wright seemed to have taken another mark, but it just bobbled out of his hands. Um, but North were able to take it up their end, and it was only through some great defensive work from Redmond uh, that he saved what seemed a certain goal. Um, but they did eventually kick one through Taron Thomas uh, for their third of the match. Yeah. Uh, He's a nice mover, Taron Thomas. Uh, yeah, he uh, that was a nice goal. Like he, it was very similar to the Zarakis goal there in our end, you know, where he you know, ran directly, you know, unopposed because of the turnover mm. um, up our end. Or the, you know, I think the players thought Wright was going to mark that, and um, yeah, it just came back the other way. And yeah, Taron Thomas streaming through, kicked a nice goal, but uh, they got another opportunity through Jack Marnie, but. That was a bit of a miss. Yeah, he, he missed. Um, and fortunately, um, you know, Hind was able to get in the footy and 
uh, delivered an absolute perler to Harrison Jones about 30 metres out on a bit of an angle. And the young bloke didn't let us down, mate, as he kicked his second and our 10th goal of the match. Yeah, we were getting a lot of ball um, around that. Yeah, from the half-back line, we had total control and we are just running it through the centre uh, pretty much effortlessly. Uh, effortlessly um, was uh, the way I'm, I'm trying to sound educated, mate. I <laughs> put a few words together. But, um, yeah, like uh, we were just having total control. But, uh, Peter Wright had another opportunity. Maybe he missed that one, but... Um, I did love the goal from Archie Perkins who you know, had an after a nice uh, run of play, got the ball about 45 metres out, right on the boundary. And just the way that he cut in and then you know, had, let the ball go and beautiful kick. Um, it was great to see and the, and the Bomber fans gave him a good cheer after he kicked that one. Yeah, it was a very classy goal, mate. And and with that one, uh, we were 50 points up, and that's how we ended the half. So 11 goals, 5-71 to North's 3 goals, 3-21. And the kicking efficiency was 81% at halftime, um, which is you know, super high. Um, and it showed there wasn't much pressure around. Um, and it was uh, Essendon's, I was just reading a stat here, mate, the 50-point halftime lead for the Bombers was their biggest against the Kangaroos since the qualifying final in 2000. Jeez. So um, that was a long time ago, mate. So mm. generally the Essendon North games are pretty tight, but uh, we're having our way. Yeah, and, I was, um, and it was a great place to, to be, 50 points up, but the job wasn't done yet. Uh, so as we started the third, you know, we started pretty nicely when uh, McGrath released Hind, who was able to pop up a nicely weighted kick to Phillips, who marked it about 40 metres out. And uh, he went back and kicked it through, mate. Yeah, I thought Phillips was uh, one of the unsung heroes. Of, uh, you know, Goldstein is a really quality ruckman. And Phillips at least squared the ledger there. And, you know, kick a goal really puts it your way. And, uh, yeah, he's been a handy pick-up. Like, he doesn't play that many games per year so far. But, uh, you know, whilst Draper's not ready and I don't think... Um, Nick Bryan's the man, and he's a very good backup ruckman for us. Um, North got it down their end, but they weren't able to score a goal. But we soon saw Nick Cox get another opportunity, about well, 40 metres out, mate, on the angle. And yeah, that was a nice kick for goal as well. And yeah, he was, the, uh, he was a better fisher of a 50 metre penalty uh, after he marked it on the wing. Um, just someone ran through the, the zone. Um, so, uh, no, it was good for him to kick it. And I know that was off the right boot, mate. Um, so we'll see when uh, when the next one comes off the left. Yeah, and like you've got to think, uh, Nick Cox has to get the rising star tomorrow, mate, the uh, nomination. Mm. Uh, yeah, he's, had a, he's played every game. And, uh, he's just, for whatever reason, he's missed out. But I'm sure tomorrow he's going to change that. So uh, I'll say a preemptive congratulations to Nick Cox for his nomination this week. Essendon <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so supporters going early. Who would think that? Um, <laughs> um, Aaron Hall and North had a bit of the play um, mm. pretty much from that point. Um, you know, they, they weren't able to capitalise a, a couple of times, but uh, 
Josh Walker took the mark and he was about 48 metres out. So it was a long kick and it's not been an angle, but um, from his previous days up forward, uh, yeah, he does have some experience up there and that was a nice kick for the North and a welcome one, I'm sure. Yeah, welcome for them, but uh, not so much for us. Uh, and from there, it's a bit of a seesaw, like we each had a shot at goal um, with Zaharakis, um, you know, missing one and then uh, Davies Uniaki. Uh, but then Zerhar was able to kick one for North. Um, but we're able to square the ledge a little bit there when Anthony McDonald tip Woody kick one through, mate. Yeah, good goal. His tipper, you know, couldn't find the goals. He was being uh, well held pretty much by Turner. But uh, what I loved about Tipper's game was his pressure didn't stop all day. So he's putting a lot of pressure in the forward line and uh, for our forward line. And uh, North, it, it was really evident from being at the game. North players didn't even want to take the ball when he was around them. Uh, they'd do these double hand taps and so forth just because they could feel him coming, I reckon. They probably thought, oh, he's going to crunch me here. I'll just tap it so I don't have to wear a bruise. <laughs> um, so that was good. But, yeah, Zerha was um, being a little bit of a problem with his leaping. Uh, yeah, he's not the tallest bloke, but yeah, he's he was getting up high. He took a ripper mark on the wing as well. Like, um, so he was causing us a bit of a problem, but... Uh, obviously, we'd already had a, a fairly significant lead, but they'd add goals through uh, Garner and Tom Campbell. And um, you just thought, were we a little bit too complacent? Um, was this going to be one of those games where, it was, you know, we just ebb out and, um, you know, just take a five or six goal home win? Um, or were we prepared to dig in and... Uh, it wasn't until Kyle Lungford uh, got a nice little snap from goal uh, in about 15 metres out after a bit of a you know, stoppage, um, you know, a contested area, and uh, he took a, a nice snap for goal. And we really needed it because uh, straight afterwards, North controlled the play again, and got another point and then another goal through Taylor Garner. And before we knew it, the uh, 50-point lead had stretched out to 62 points at the start of that. Uh, third term. Uh, we only went in by, I think it was about 40 points at uh, three-quarter time. Yeah, and that's a, that's a thing. Look, um, yeah, we, to, to give up that, it's, you sort of start worrying, like, come on, surely we can't give up a 50-point lead. Um, uh, yeah, and you're right, mate, like that that goal from Langford, Langford was really important. Um, it, it's actually, you know, when I saw that one go through, like, he's, he's more... I suppose we've seen him more in that um, sort of he'll take a mark and go back and kick the kick the shot. He's not been as much dynamic uh, in terms of taking snaps and stuff like that. So I was really pleasing to see. He's obviously added that to his game. Um, but then, uh, you know, we went into the fourth, mate, and uh, we seemed to start all right. I mean, Zerha got a point, uh, so miss, missed an opportunity for goal there, fortunately. Uh, but then Nick Hind uh, came out and, Kicked an absolute beauty off his left, mate. That was a beautiful goal. And yeah, I thought Nick Hine was really good again on the day. And uh, yeah, that goal, yeah, it was his first for the Bombers. And yeah, it was a beautiful snap. And uh, the boys got around him. And, you know, just uh, what a find he has been. Like, I know um, we knew about him previously. And, you know, the Saints 
pipped us to the post, really, you know, um, by taking him originally. But, yeah, he looks so much better a player. And I don't think St. Kilda would never have let him go if they knew he, what he was capable of. No. Yeah, they must be uh, shaking heads at that one. But what do you do? That's that's 40, isn't it? Uh, uh, and then we got another couple of opportunities. Uh, you know, Tipper... Had a ping, uh, wasn't able to go through. Uh, same thing with Hooker, not long after that. Uh, and then Taron Thomas got another um, another goal for North. Um, before Peter Wright was able to clunk another, mate, and uh, go back and kick it. Yeah, nice uh, goal. And you know, Peter Wright, I thought he missed a few opportunities earlier in the game where he wasn't holding his marks, but... The last term, he really came into, yeah, his marking ability really shown out, and yeah, he kicked that goal again from that long range, and um, again it was almost identical to that first half goal he kicked. Uh, next one, we win it out of the centre, bomb it long, and Waterman takes a mark. Uh, his player goes to the ground, and he just runs it in for a, a nice goal. Yeah, that was a really clever bit of work because he. Uh, sort of had it right near the point post there. And as you say, he's, uh, the bloke on him uh, just sort of went to ground and he stayed up and made the angle all the easier by just running it in. Uh, Peter Peter Wright had to wait for a goal review or a score review to uh, get his next opportunity for goal, which he went back and uh, calmly kicked on an angle, uh, being deemed to have marked it in play. And it was, it was no easy gimme here, but he... He made it look easy, and that was his third goal for the game. Yeah, I thought that was that was really good. Like that, he took the took the mark there. Like uh, it would have been easy just to see it sail through for a point, but he, uh, yeah, was able to take the mark and and kick it as you say, James. And he looked um, it looked pretty dangerous. Um, then he was taking a few marks, had another shot for goal, but missed soon after. Uh, but then Taylor Garner popped up again for. Um, for North uh, with another goal. Yeah, and just prior to that, Peter Wright had another opportunity uh, after Tipper took a mark out of the, uh, out of the uh, after the centre square uh, clearance by the Bombers. Uh, he pretended to go back and kind of know that's his limit. So he kind of edged the kick to Peter Wright who took it. Uh, but he, uh, you know, wasn't able to go back and kick that one. But as you say, yeah, Taylor Garner went up and kicked his third goal. So um, he, he was able to get one back for them before Harry Jones was uh, hit up again. And again, he showed what a great kick for goal he is. Yeah, that was a, a beautiful kick too. He's just such a nice straight, um, straight action, nice simple action. Uh, not a lot can go wrong you know, by the looks of it. Uh, which was brilliant. Um, but then when the ball came down our end, mate, um, Peter Wright, who was starting to clunk a few, um, he marked one, but then Goldstein just absolutely punched him in the head and split him open. Yeah, like in real time, um, it doesn't look pre uh, predetermined. That's what he was going to do, or premeditated, but uh, certainly it doesn't limit the damage that it did and yeah, as you say, mate, it split him open and uh, he had to come off the ground. But fortunately Tipper was very close to the vicinity and uh, thought he'd um, <laughs> get another goal. So that was uh, a ripper for 
Tipper. He's got a he's got his second goal, and uh, before the game was done, uh, yeah, we got our third one. He got his third one. So all the work that Kane Turner had done on AMT uh, turned into a three goal performance, and you know, it took him up to twenty five goals for the season. Yeah, bloody good. Um... Uh, like already, he's uh, sort of surpassed how many goals he kicked last year. Um, so he's having a really good uh, and consistent season this year, James. Um, and it's been not only like all, like each of, each each of the games he's playing well, but uh, every quarter he seems to be giving us something. Like there's no point where he's been completely out of the game. So yeah, great performance from uh, from Tipper, and yeah, ended up. Uh, Winning, as we said before, 22 goals, 941 to the Ruse, 10 goals, 969. Uh, really good way to finish the match after that lull in the third. Um, and I think that was the most pleasing thing for me is that um, it was great to have a 50-point lead at half time. Uh, it was disappointing that we had that lull in the third, but really uh, impressed at how much we dominated the last into take a 72-point win, uh, you know, because when you play the bottom side, mate, you can't really win unless you win by a big margin. If you lose, obviously, you're the laughing stop. If you win, well, you're supposed to win. You know what I mean? Like, um, so no one gives you any credit for it, but uh, to win convincingly, I thought you've got the right accolades. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, certainly... Um, yeah, watching that game, there's still plenty of room for improvement, but, uh, geez, we did a lot of things right. Um, but I suppose, uh, you know, with that, when you're playing a lower-ranked side, um, yeah, obviously their, their level of skill and uh, intensity at the ball and all the rest of it may not be as high as uh, some of the, the better teams of the competition. So we have to take everything with a grain of salt. We're not world beaters yet, uh, but certainly a great showing uh, because you can only... Uh, beat the side that's out there before you. And, um, yeah, we certainly did that. And North had been improving, mate. They've been a lot more competitive um, and obviously won their first game the week before. So um, it's not like this team is rudderless. Uh, yeah, it's definitely um, known for its uh, shin bonus spirits, mate. But, um, yeah, I just thought that we did exactly what you'd want to see from your side playing against the bottom side. You you showed them that you're that much better than them. And uh, yeah, really impressive win. Um, and it's great to win two in a row. And, you know, we're four and six at the 10 game mark. And, you know, we've lost three games by three points or under. And then that 14 point loss. So, you know, it's, we're not that far away from being you know, potentially seven and three months. So, um, you know, I think. You know, we're still calling it a development year. We're not expecting to play finals, but, gee, it's great going to the footy knowing that we're going to play you know, a pretty you know, attractive brand of footy. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and you know, the boys have been pretty reliable so far and the effort they've been putting out there. So, yeah, all this stuff is just great, uh, great for us Bomber fans to see. Yeah, all right. Well, um, let's have a break, mate. We'll come back and we'll do our Don's Cast medal votes.
You're listening to the Don's Cast. And, mate, we're up to our Don's Cast medal votes. What have you got for me this week? Yeah, mate, um, this was a difficult one um, because we had so many players put their hand up across the board, um, all playing their roles and playing really good for us. Um, so, but the one vote for me um, might be a little bit uh, sort of controversial, but um, I went for Kale Hooker. Um, you know, I, I thought throughout the game, his marking power was really important for us. Um, and certainly his positioning uh, up forward uh, really helped our other guys. Like I, I thought he uh, helped structure us quite well, which helped um, you know, Jones and, and Peter Wright <clears throat> for mine. I mean, um, you know, individually, like kick the two goals, uh, two goals, three. So missed a few opportunities, but uh, certainly <clears throat> like to get five opportunities a goal as a forward, it's, it's quite good. Uh, but I thought his marking, so eight big strong marks um, down there was excellent. Uh, even made a tackle, um, the bloke. And, uh, yeah, I just thought, um, you know, particularly when he came up the ground to sort of help the other boys out, uh, lay his body in there, uh, I, I thought it was really uh, promising. So I had to give uh, the big bloke a vote there. Uh, two votes, I went for Nick Hind. Uh, now, Hind, he, he just continues to impress, mate, and, and just work all game. Uh, 21 possessions, uh, 17 of those kicks, and, uh, just his use of the footy is just a beautiful thing to see. Um, to make five marks um, and four tackles uh, shows he's uh, continuing to work, and that's defensively as well, um, as well as offensively when he just uses his run to get the ball going up forward for us uh, with 428 metres gained there. Um, but, mate, like his two goal assists to go with his own goal, like that beautiful snap off the left, uh, was fantastic. And, like... Just you wish he had more of these kinds of players because his delivery into our forward line was just um, yeah silver service uh, top rate. So yeah, I went the two votes for Nick Hind, uh, three votes I went for Andy McGrath. I thought he was really impressive uh, last night against the Roos. Um, ended up racking up the thirty-one disposals. Um, yeah, twenty-two of those were handballs, but it was it was where the handballs were going. Um, it was often sort of releasing a player who was able to then run up the ground. Um, so he was doing a lot of the hard stuff in tight. And look, usually, um, yeah, talking about metres gained, like you, you sort of go, oh, okay, if he's only got 164 metres gained, like how much did that really go forward for us? But for mine, uh, it was that, you know, releasing players in better op- opportunities and better um, positions uh, to then uh, get the ball going forward for us. And, um, you know, he had three goal assists, five clearances. Um, so he's right in the coal face. Um, and some of his kicking was really good. Um, so, uh, yeah, whether it was the one over the top to, I think it was Langford or uh, I think there was one to Hooker there in early. Um, you know, he, he actually, uh, as much as we've been talking about his disposal this season has not been that great. I thought he really cleaned it up uh, last night. Uh, so I had to go the three votes for McGrath. Um, four votes. I went to Zach Merritt. Um, yeah, I thought that first half he was just unbelievable. He was everywhere, just racking up the footy almost at will. Um, North put the clamps on him a bit uh, in that second half, but uh, by then a lot of the damage had been done. Uh, but he ended up with the 31 disposals, um, 19 of those kicks, uh, and he used it so well. Uh, six marks, three tackles, uh, two clearances, uh, with 430 meters gained. Um, and three goal assists. So uh, I thought it was a great game 
from Zach Merritt, but for the five votes, mate, I couldn't go past Darcy Parrish. I thought he had another spectacular game for us. Uh, 36 disposals. He was everywhere. Uh, and I've noticed with him, he's um, he's really starting to use his left a lot more now and he's becoming a lot more reliable. He certainly gets plenty of distance on the kick um, and opens up that side of the ground to him rather than being uh, sort of squeezed up on his right. Um but the thing that was most impressive to me, like, was his work rate in, like, he took 12 marks. And we know Darcy Parrish isn't the biggest bloke going around, mate. So he was obviously getting into space. Um, had four tackles. Uh, and then right at the coalface, mate, 11 clearances uh, from the young bloke with uh, 556 metres gained and three goal assists. Um, yeah, that's just a ripper of a game for a midfielder. Um, so five votes to Darcy Parrish. How'd you read it, mate? Yeah, pretty similar, mate. Uh, again, so we must be astute judges, mate. But um, you think we were brothers yeah. or something? <laughs> but um, yeah, I gave the five votes to Parish. I thought, you know, over the entire length of the game, uh, yeah, he, he was just everywhere. You know, he would have had liver poisoning, as they used to say. Uh, he's getting plenty of the footy, and yeah, just these combinations with Merritt and McGrath. And, Driving the ball forward. Yeah, really good game by Darcy Parrish. Uh, four votes to Merritt, particularly early, as you say, mate. That first half, he was just absolutely everywhere. Whether they tried to lock down on him, they didn't do it successfully because, uh, yeah, he was pretty dominant throughout the game. And I still think at his best, he can use the ball, uh, the best of our midfield group. Uh, and, yeah, he was pretty, pretty good on the day in terms of. That um, one of the comments made during the game was that he's only kicked one goal for the season, uh, but he's leads the or he's equal leader of the league in terms of uh, goal assists. So um, yeah, that weighs a bit. I imagine uh, three votes, Sandy McGrath. Those three just controlled the centre clearances. They yeah, had so much of the footy, and they all used the ball pretty well. But Andy's another one who's. Yeah, he hasn't been the best uh, deliverer of the footy, but I, I thought he had a really good day with the footy in that he was able to hit up his targets and, you know, he's unselfish. He got the ball off to you know, the right right players to bring them into the game. And, you know, he's kind of lauded for, um, you know, or applauded, sorry, for, uh, you know, giving Harry Jones his last goal, you know, where he, he, he's streaming through, mate. And part of me would rather see... Andy kind of streamed through and take the onus and kicked that goal. Yep. But instead he squared it up to, or gave it off to Harry Jones. You know, luckily we can rely on Harry Jones to go back and kick the goal. But by all rights, uh, you know, I would love to see Andy just continue on. But I understand that it kind of shows a cohesion with the team. But, uh, yeah, really good game by Andy McGrath. And as I said, I think he was labouring a little bit um, you know, there's two or three weeks where he really looked out of sorts. He seems to come right back into it the last three, few weeks, actually. So um, good to see Andy bouncing back. Two to Hind, he didn't have the stats as the other guys did, but everything he did, he, you know, he was hitting targets in the forward 50. He was, you know, running and giving 100% effort to get back to lay tackles uh, when North was streaming forward. So another great game, and he kicked his first goal, as we mentioned, So uh, for the Bombers. So really good play by Nick Hind. And, uh, again, 
has found himself in the votes. But lastly, a player that sometimes gets a bit of a stick from us, um, more so not personally, but like just, you know, do we have too many small guys out? And we've, you know, Devin Smith out. Um, you know, Will Snelling, I thought, took his game to another level and I thought it was his best game of the year. And I found a vote for Nick, uh, for Will Snelling. Uh, you know, I thought he was really good. He's a bit creative and had a, had a good day. Certainly did, mate. Yeah, I nearly um, found a vote from as well. So, um, yeah, good to see his name on the board. All right, well, let's have a look at the leaderboard after round two. Yeah, beautiful. All right, so uh, we'll go from the bottom. Uh, so one vote each to Snelling and Draper. Two votes each to Shield, Wright and Jones. Three votes each to Heppel, Cox, uh, Cox and Phillips. Four votes to Redmond. Five to Francis. Ten each to Perkins and Stringer. Hooker's got 15. Tipper on 16. Lav on 21. McGrath on 26. Ridley with 29 votes. Hind with 46 votes, Parrish with 48, and out on top is Merritt with 53 votes. Yeah, it's a really good... Uh, yeah, you can see how close it is up at the top, mate, between Merritt and Parrish. Um, and then even uh, Nick Hind has found his way into the 40s. So just goes to show, um, you know, that, that midfield group are really starting to, you know, cohese and... Get, yeah, look good, um, you, know, you know, delivering the ball and giving us a bit of a bite. For a long time, Essendon's midfield was seen as poor, but you know, I don't think people can say that any longer. And even Langford, when he went in there, mate, he, I thought he was really good in the last term yep. uh, when he had a bit of a run around there. So, yeah, very good and uh, looking forward to it. And, and there's a lot of apologies that need to go out because <laughs> so many players that you could – Give votes to like Peter Wright, especially in the second half, was just fantastic. Um, you know, so many that you could just go through, mate, and, and, and apologize. Like that back line held up really well, yeah, absolutely. And players like Laverde and so forth, but uh, yeah, we can only give five votes, so that's the ones we went for, and you know, that's hiding up. Yeah, mate, the VFL didn't go the way we wanted it to. Um, Unfortunately, we went down against uh, bottom placed or yeah, one of the lowest placed teams on the ladder in uh, North. And um, yeah, but it was uh, Paddy Ambrose kicked five again, mate. But I think he'll still be waiting for a shot in the game. Yeah, well, that's the thing, you know, it's uh, a bit rough when you've kicked six and five and, um, you know, each consecutive week. And um, yeah, our forward line's actually playing quite well at the moment. Um, and uh, it's almost an irony to think, geez, with some of these um sides we're coming up against in the future, like West Coast, uh, you know, with your Darling and Kennedys and um, Oscar Allens and all that kind of thing, geez, it'd be nice to have a bigger defender, wouldn't it? So, uh, <laughs> it uh, might be tough going for, for Patty to uh, to break through, yeah, particularly with Stringer back, um, you know. Apparently, Stringer's pretty keen to play this week, mate. I thought they might wait for us to be back in Melbourne. But, um, yeah, apparently the word is he's pretty keen to play uh, on Saturday night. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. Uh, it's great to have competition for spots. So, um, yeah, I think that'll drive us all 
forward, um, get everyone competitive. Uh, unfortunately, we dropped that game, as you say, against North and the VFL, but um, yeah, there seems to be some good stuff coming through there. Uh, and it's just great to have a, a VFL uh, again, just for the, the players to play against some um, quality opposition. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think as a side, um, we've been hit pretty hard with the injury. So, you know, I think there was only about nine or 10 players uh, playing in that um, VFL team that uh, could play out of our entire list of, say, 42 players. So it just goes to show you've got 10 or 12 injuries um, currently that you know, players can't get on the park. So, um, and I'm sure that's the same for a lot of sides, but just goes to show that, you know, that it's going to be a game of attrition, really, to see who can last the longest. But, uh, yeah, lots to like anyway. Well, mate, well, why don't we have another break? And when we come back, we'll do by the numbers. You're listening to Doncast, and we're now up to buy the numbers. Uh, mate, uh, it's always good to do these after a win, and uh, in this game in particular, I don't think we'll be doing too many harsh assessments. So um, <laughs> let's start with Andy McGrath. And uh, Andy, again, got in our votes. Not much more to add, but I will say that he had 31 uh, disposals, mate, but he had nine of those only with kicks, 22 handballs, and... Um, but they were linking handballs, so they weren't just handballs in trouble. They were with a purpose, and he only had the one tackle, which surprised me because uh, it just goes to show you how much of the ball we had because he really we could set up and run one way. But uh, now I, I liked his game in the in the sense that he set us up, and a lot of our scores came off the back of of his uh, piercing handballs. Yeah, no, it's a great game from Andy, as as we said earlier. Um, yeah, just um, yeah, linked up well, continued to run all day. As you say, like it's a bit surprising to see only the one uh, tackle sort of registered because um, he seemed to be pressuring all game. But um, no, nah, ripper of a game from Andy McGrath, and uh, yeah, love to see more of that. Another player who's been you know, on a roll, uh, Darcy Parrish, and. Again, we, we both gave him best time, mate. He just accumulated the footy, 36 disposals, 19 kicks, 17 handballs, 12 marks. So he got the triple-double, mate. And, um, yeah, four tackles. You know, no score. So if you're uh, totally being uh, – if you really want to try and criticise a bloke just for the point of anything, um, couldn't add a goal. But, gee, uh, everything else he did was brilliant and uh, great game from Darcy. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, with the 11 clearances and the, like those three score involvements, um, goal assist rather, um, no, it was just a complete game from, from Das. Absolute ripper and uh, what a season he's putting together. I thought Carl Langford was really good on the day. He, uh, you know, spent a lot of time up forward, but especially in the second half, he got his opportunity and uh, yeah, he, he looked like a real you know, enforcer in the middle, mate. He, he was winning the ball, you know, sometimes against three North players and releasing the handball, and we're off to the races. So, yeah, I thought Kyle was really good on the day. Yeah, he was, mate. Um, 
Yeah, and it's it was uh, good to hear Truck uh, talk after the game. Uh, he seems to really value Kyle Langford for his ability to go in the in the middle there and um, yeah, use that bigger body. Um, so, but you know, noting that that's not going to be where he plays all the time. Um, I thought he was pretty serviceable all game. So he got the 20 disposals in the end. Uh, six, seven of those were kicks, and he can be quite a good user of the footy. Um, uh, but I think, you know, to kick the two goals, uh, as we said earlier, that, that's, that snap was nice. Um, and uh, his, his set shot was pinpoint. Um, had another shot but missed. Uh, but, you know, to come out of that uh, with three, three clearances, four tackles, um, and a goal assist as well to go with his own goals, um, now a really good game from Kyle Langford, and um, yeah, he seems to be you know slowly, you know, maybe he's a bit of a slow burn, um, you know, this this season. Uh, but he's putting together some very solid footy for us. Uh, Zach Merritt continued his uh, fine football, mate. You know, you know, just holding the footy. He had a tough game against Frio, but he got off the leash, especially early in this game, and you know, just these. Uh, Pace at the footy, uh, you know. I think that's under um, underrated by some. Is that yeah? He runs full pace to push the ball forward, and um, yeah, really good game from Zach. Yeah, an absolute ripper. Um, another bloody great game he's he's put put forward um, for this season. Um, you know, hopefully that's uh, all good signs that he's uh, you know back in love with the footy club and doing everything he can to uh, to get us up, but. Either way, fantastic game from Merritt and uh, looking forward to more of those. Aaron Francis, he made a few uh, errors early, I thought. He had going to ground and the ball just didn't sit up for him at one point and got out of the back and North ran away with it. But thankfully, we're able to recover. But, yeah, I still think he's having a great season and he gives away many centimetres generally. But uh, yeah, he's becoming very reliable down there and let's hope he gets some continuity at his footy and... You know, he can play the rest of his season out, you know, being a bit of a general down back. Yeah, no, look, honestly, that first quarter, I thought he had a, a bit of a mare, but uh, from there, he seemed to really um, perk up a bit and uh, get into the contest, like, started to lead the footy a bit better, um, actually use his, um, <clears throat> his really good kicking and disposal work. Like, there was a beautiful handball he released um, off the halfback, I forget it was two, but uh, just great vision uh, from Francis. And, and that's what he does give us. Like, he does read the play so well. Um, and to end up with uh, 13 disposals, six marks, uh, which is brilliant down there. Um, had a clearance as well, the bloke. Um, and, uh, yeah, I thought he had a pretty solid game. Um, so it was good to see that after he started quiet, um, he really got into it. So, nah, solid game from Franger. David Zarakis, uh, you know, we both said last week, mate, he, he looked short of a gallop and, you know, understandably last week he, you know, hadn't had a full game of footy for, you know, the best case of, you know, nearly a year, mate. But, uh, yeah, he, I thought this was his best game for a long time and, um, you know, had the 22 disposals, kicked that nice running goal, 12 kicks, 10 handballs, six marks and three tackles, uh, you know, very nice player to have on your wing, and you know, more importantly, he's playing in a position where he should play, and that's on the wing. Well, yeah, I don't think he's a defender, you can't play him on the half back line. Um, you know, 
possibly pinch it half forward, but I think sometimes he gets lost up there, and that's why he sees uh, you know, six disposal games sometimes. And mm. But I think if you're on the best out of David Zara, you've got to play him on the wing and back him in because he's uh, you know, can be a really good link-up player and, and can be a bit of a finisher. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree, mate. Um, I thought it was a true uh, women's game from uh, Zaharakis. Uh, he seemed to run up and down all game, and was really good in the um, the sort of link up play there. Um, you know, released plenty of handballs, uh, and was actually able to use his kicking to good effect too, which is um, pleasing to see. Because you know, as you say, mate, with those positions we've been playing in, uh, playing him in previously, uh, it hasn't really been able to use that kicking as a feature of his game. Um, so racked up the 20 to 22 disposals, um, six marks, which is good. Uh, three tackles actually did notice his uh, defensive uh, efforts, um, which was fantastic to see. That has been a knock that I've had on him previously. Um, so uh, great for him to um, show that out there. Um, had a clearance, had a goal assist uh, to go along with his own goal. And, you know, it could have been two, but, uh, you yeah, know, the other one went to the went astray. Uh, but now I thought it was a really solid game from, from Zach. Now, I'm going to double down, mate. Now, this week's uh, Rising Star nomination, Nick Cox, uh, although it hasn't been announced yet. I'm backing <laughs> him in. Um, Why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's had the 14 disposals, 11 kicks, three, three handballs, nine marks, which goes, goes to show he's using that height that he has. But uh, more importantly, two goals. Yeah, just um, he's just brilliant. Uh you know, he plays with such confidence and, um, you know, that, to use his height so early uh, has been brilliant. Um, it does show a bit of uh, defensive pressure as well, like laid a couple of tackles. Um, and, uh, yeah, those goals were just class. Uh, so, yeah, I thought it was a really solid game from Nick Cox. Now, best and fairest winner last year uh, in Jordan Ridley. I reckon he's had a pretty good, pretty good year. Like, he... He missed that game, you know, after the, the game after the Brisbane game where he went out very early. But when he came back, I thought he lost his way a little bit. Just you know, was trying to get his feet again. But uh, yeah, I, I thought last couple of weeks he's been very good, and um, we almost as as I say, you get a bit of a criticism of him is that it's a typical Ridley game, uh, which is a, a nice compliment to have. Uh, but he had the twenty one disposals, fifteen kicks, six handballs. You know, the six marks and the one tackle. Uh, you know, he's a really he, he's playing a lot more defensive, I think, this year. I think last year is solely, you know, we tried to get in the ball at every case um, we could to, to get out of our back line. Um, but this year, you know, with the likes of Redmond uh, clearing the way and even Francis, um, we're not as reliant on him, although we still like to get the ball to his hands. Um, I still think he's had a really good game in this one and playing a lot more defensive, as I say, like beating his opponent. Yeah, I thought he had a, a really good game. And, um, yeah, just on that, Jane, like when he was playing last year, he obviously had Michael Hurley down there. So uh, he was able to be released um, quite a lot, but we do need that um, that defensive man down there. So, um, yeah, I wonder if that's part of why we haven't seen him be as um, sort of attacking as he has been previously. But, um, oh, like... It's one of those things, if anyone else had that kind of game, you'd almost give them votes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess because we do expect that sort of thing of him, um, you know, it doesn't always uh, get him, which is 
almost a uh, bit of a curse, but uh, another great game from Jordan Ridley. Um, I just love his versatility and his uh, ability to read the play so well. Um, yeah, I thought it was a really solid game from Ridley and uh, yeah, not much more I can add. Uh, a player that is playing his first full season down back, Jaden Laverty. Uh, again, so reliable down there now. Um, and more importantly, staying out of injury trouble, which has you know, been a bit of a curse. You know, he pulled up sore last week, mate, and um, managed to play through the game. Uh, people shouldn't forget that. Like, you know, with his background, um, maybe previously you know, it would be a couple of weeks out, but he's showing a lot more resilience in that area too, mate. He's not, you know, not looking uh, hobbled or beaten and uh, really taking on his opponent. And, you know, he's a pretty reliable mark down back. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's played so well, and it was it was actually great to hear him talk uh, after the game uh, in the change rooms. There, uh, he just seems really uh, settled down back. Um, I think he's really enjoying uh, Trax's leadership, and and that Trax ever said, "No, nah, I'll see you as a as a defender. Let's go trade down there, uh, set a position for him, gave him a gave him a role, and he's been playing that week in week out. Um, uh, so that's he's been a beneficiary of both of uh, you know. Um, not having run into injuries, fortunately, but um, also um, his form, like he seems to be really enjoying his footy down there. Uh, and again, put through, put forward another solid game for us. Uh, seven marks, as you said, like great marking down there. Um, and using his kicking, really good. Um, you know, he, he's got a, a beautiful left peg on him as well. Like launches the ball about you know, a good 50 metres off that. Um, so I, I think he's uh, put forward a, a really solid season down back and... Um, yeah, just loving what he's putting out there. Uh, Archie Perkins, uh, as, we, as we mentioned, made kicked that really nice goal uh, on the boundary where he ran inboard and kicked it 45-plus and you know, just was piercing through the air. Um, look, he's a player that fades in and out of the game, understandably, first season. Just the 11 disposals, five kicks, six handballs, three marks, three tackles, but... Gee, you see the qualities he has. He's going to be an exciting player going forward to watch. Yeah, he is. Um, as you say, like he, he can go in and out of the game, but geez, when he's in it, um, you really notice him. Um, and uh, as I say, there was that classy goal he kicked. Um, but the thing I quite like about him is his um, defensive acts as well. Like He laid the three tackles. Um, so as he continues to develop his fitness space and uh, – and his body, um, you'll, I reckon he's got to really start to uh, hurt blokes with his tackling. Um, he's just got that real intensity and that want to um, to get the footy going for Essendon. So, um, no, I thought it was a, a good game from Perkins. And uh, every game we get into him, he just seems to be learning a bit more, um, you know, putting a little bit more out in the park. So, um, oh, it's great stuff. And it's just great seeing him uh, develop in front of our eyes, mate. Yeah, James Stewart. You know, uh, I thought he was quite good. You know, he's our point of difference down there. He's our tallest defender. Uh, and, again, it's not natural for him to play down back. But, you know, I thought his run was pretty good on the day. He even uh, sidestepped a couple of players, mate, um, and uh, kicked the ball long into our, our forward uh, 50. Uh, so, yeah, James Stewart, you know, 14 kick – sorry, 14 – Disposals, ten kicks, six hand, uh, sorry, four handballs, and then your seven marks. Um, again, another reliable mark, and um, 
yeah, I think he's still learning the craft down there. He'll have his times where he's beaten, but uh, certainly worth persevering with down back. Yeah, absolutely. And his agility uh, for a big bloke is is pretty impressive to see. Uh, there was a couple of moments there, like he nearly took an absolute ripper of a mark off, like from one hand, uh, just sort of scooped it out of the air almost. Um, uh, fortunately, he went down, but uh, would have been a good one. Uh, but as you say, mate, like that, uh, that entry into our forward line, getting that goal assist, that was a nice bit of play. Um, so, um, look, I, I'm, I'm really comfortable with him down back. You, you know what you're going to get from him. He's not giving away stupid frees. He's uh, uh, sort of contesting uh, all the time. And, you know, other, like the forwards know they have to go at a contest because otherwise James Stewart will take it out of that uh, that area, which I think is... Uh, is great because they're not able to sit back and just take an easy mark. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm quite liking his uh, his game down back, mate. And uh, yes, yeah, uh, I thought another solid game from him. Yeah, it's going to be interesting um, who James Stewart goes to on Saturday night, mate. Um, I'll say maybe Oscar Allen. Um, you know, I, I think uh, you know if you do your matchups in your head, mate. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking. More maybe a Francis to Kennedy, um, and then Laverty maybe to Darling, and mm. and then Stuart to Allen. But uh, it'll be interesting to see um, what opponent he gets. And I guess um, they'll all be giving away a few centimeters if that was the matchups because uh, they're pretty strong and uh, tall down the uh, down forward uh, for the Eagles. But that'll play out in the next uh, yeah, next week. But uh, Nick Hind, we both gave votes to again, mate. He's uh, been a regular feature in our votes, and again, he, you know, he's run and just the way he can uh, make decisions. His decision making is really good, I think, and yeah, you know, it really sets up the ball well. Yeah, he does. Um, like he just thinks through the play, um, which is great because while we we love his speed and everything like that, he still is able to slow slow down to make good decisions. Uh, his kicking is beautiful. Like he, as I said before, he just silver service into our forward line when he gets an entry. Um, yeah, another fantastic game from Hind. And yeah, he's absolutely been the pickup of the year for mine. Yeah. yeah. Peter Wright, really, I can't believe I didn't give him a vote when I think about it because, yeah, he's pretty influential, um, you know, kicking three goals. And even um, he had one taken off him, mate, because Tipper took it when he. Uh, was split open, but um, yeah, he had a really good game. And those two long goals, particularly, uh, that was just joyous to watch. And yeah, this is a bloke who didn't play a single game last year for the Suns. And you wonder how that happens, even with the likes of Ben King. Um, yeah, his biggest knock, and, and you see it in the game sometimes, I see it, mate, where yeah, he's, he's not aggressive, he's not, um, yeah, he, sometimes he does concede a little bit, but. The, uh his positives are far outweighing his negatives. Yeah, well, um, no, he had a. I thought he had a quite a good game. Like that first half was a bit quieter, uh, but in that second half, really came into his own. Um, yeah, particularly after taking that um, mark off the half back and starting to get involved there. So um, yeah, I mean, with the sixteen disposals uh, and thirteen kicks, like he's um, he's a pretty good kick for a big bloke. Um, but as I said, mate, like those 10 marks were just um, brilliant. He's really starting to use his, his uh, sort of aerial prowess uh, to, uh, to good effect. Um, 
Uh, he competed solidly again in the ruck for us when we needed to call on him. Uh, but what was great for mine was, um, you know, 359 metres gained for us. So, uh, you know, he's getting involved in the back line and getting us going forward, uh, which is great to see. Uh, you know, had five scoring shots, so three goals too, but also had a goal assist. So you're right, mate. He's probably uh, a fair bit stiff not to get a vote from either of us. But, uh, no, I'd say a really solid game from Peter Wright. And, uh, you know, if we keep getting that kind of output, um, you know, there's no reason why he can't uh, yeah, stay in the lineup. But uh, that's the thing. He's, uh, he's like all, all players need to be under the pump because there's uh, certainly plenty of blokes um, more than uh, ready and willing to pull on the red sash now, mate. And now Dyson Heppel's been largely unnoticed, uh, but he's having a great season, uh, particularly after coming back from that injury. Uh, and again, he's another one who's stiff not to get votes. He, he is setting us up down back, and you you watch the replays, mate. He's always having a chat, you know, trying to keep that defensive group as a core. Um, yeah, and like yeah, he had twenty six disposals, sixteen kicks, ten ambles, eleven marks. So another play with the triple double, mate. But um. Yeah, just a one tackle, but no, I think he's setting us up really well. And yeah, it shouldn't be forgotten. There's a bloke who probably would prefer to be in the midfield, but as the captain knows, he he knows he's probably not the best player to play out there. And he's yeah, made that halfback flank his home. Yeah, no, he's uh he played really well and um as you say, like those eleven marks, um yeah, along with his positioning, really did structure us up pretty well, allowed us to, you know, take the heat out of the game every now and then when North were pressing. Um, you know, he was making good decisions with his uh, his disposals. Um, so, no, I'd say a fairly solid game. I think the difficulty is um, when you're watching on the TV, like I am, mate, um, you don't always get to see the little things he does, um, you know, with the players out there or you don't get to hear his voice. Um, you know, if he's calling people, you know, bringing them back or, you know, giving him a tap on the ass, saying, you know, good on you, mate, for, you know, whatever work you've done, just to keep the boys, um, you know, in, in such a good tight unit down there. So, um, yeah, I, I think he played played a really good game for us. Um, couldn't find a vote for him, unfortunately, but, uh, you know, with the efforts like that, he won't be far away. Now, Harry Jones, mate, uh, just the six disposals, but three goals uh, makes it a very good day at the office. And, um I'm sure in time he'll find ways to lead up the footy and get those stats up a bit. But, you know, his goal kicking is a joy to watch now. And, you know, he, we've got to keep persevering with this guy. Um, you know, even if he has these five or six disposal games and, and doesn't kick a goal, I still want him to be in the side because he's an exciting talent. And, you know, he's just signed on for another two years. So, yeah, let's uh, keep him going and uh, get those game tallied up so that you know, he's learning everything, uh, learning something each week. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, you know, I think, you know, that going up the ground and um, you know, getting a few extra kicks uh, will come in time when, he's, uh, when his body sort of further, further develops. He's able to put a few more kilos on. Um, yeah, because certainly uh, if he goes into the middle, he'll uh, get bumped around a bit and he's still pretty lightly framed. So, um no, I think he's doing quite well down there. He's, he's positioning his body well. He's got good hands. Uh, beautiful kick of the footy. Um, and, you know, to kick three goals, it's you know, not much more you could ask for from a um, 
from a tall forward. So um, he's doing uh, quite well down there, mate. And as you say, the more games we, we get into him and he's able to play, uh, the better he'll get. So great work from Harrison Jones. Carl Hooker, mate, you found a vote for him. Uh, his hands are just great to watch. You know, he took the eight marks and they were strong contest, contested marks generally. Um, you know, he's really reliable player in terms of his hands. Like a couple of times his kicking can be a little bit suspect, but um, no, I think he's had another good game and really sets us up up forward. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah, like as I said, when I was um, going through the votes, like I just think the way he plays the footy, um, you know, he he goes at the the contest and makes the ball spill to ground. So even though he doesn't get a stat for that, um, you know, the likes of uh, so Snelling and Tipper are able to get on the end of it and get opportunities. Um, his marking power is just so bloody good. Um, so yeah, I, I thought he was uh, worthy of a vote on the game, but. Um, yeah, I'm sure there'll be plenty that, that disagree when, when you look at the, the stats of others. But um, no, I thought he played a good game for his Kale Hooker. And um, uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, seeing how, how much more he can help this forward line because I think he really does structure us up quite well. Uh, allows the Harrison Joneses to you know, be a bit quieter or uh, Peter Wright to you know, go in and out between defence and forward line. Um, yeah, I think he, um, he really... Uh, yeah, gives us a good solid foundation down there, Hooker, and uh, he's having a great season for us. Mason Redmond uh, continued his good season, I, I thought. Um, yeah, he didn't do anything uh, spectacularly, but yeah, he really provides a lot of run, and you know, he's a real link player as well. Like these link up players, and you know, it's obviously part of our game plan. But yeah, I thought he played a really good game without yeah you know, being outstanding. Yeah, I'd agree with that, Jay. Um, I loved it how, um, I think it was, uh, can't remember if it was Snelling or uh, someone had the footy just outside 50 and uh, Ribbon was sniffing around. Um, actually, it might have been Cox when he kicked that one from about 50 out. Um, yeah, so Ribbon was sniffing around to see if he can get on the end of another one, but uh, wasn't to be this game. Uh, but yeah, really solid game from Ribbon. Uh, the 23 disposals. Uh, eight marks, which was great. Um, made a tackle, 400 metres gained for us. Uh, I thought he uh, yeah, played quite a serviceable game. Uh, and as you say, like just without being outstanding, but you know those games will come. And he's another one with the triple-double, mate. He had the 12 kicks, 11 handballs. And uh, I've just made a mess of that because he only had eight marks. <laughs> but um, <laughs> well, I must have been looking at a different stat line. But um, yeah, he had a double double. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, uh, Braden Ham, he's credited with the game, even though he wasn't called upon. Um, does add to his game, tell you, mate, but can't really report too much about him. Um, but Andrew Phillips, I can because I thought he played a pretty good rough game against a very good rough one. And, um, again, he doesn't do a lot out in the ground that you, um, you know, but he does get uh, involved and you know, he has that bigger body that can go up against these brutes of Ruffman and you know, kick the goal. So, you know, 23 hit outs, so he's up against it and, um, you know, he did well, I thought. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like one to one ruck, he was going to um, lose out in that contest with Goldstein, but. I thought he acquitted himself quite well. Uh, he's never out of the contest, uh, Phillips. Um, 
always does everything he can to, um, you know, try and win the ball for us. Um, so ended up with the 10 disposals. Uh, took a couple of marks. So one of those um, ended up in the goal. Um, but laid the four tackles, which I think is just great from a big man to um, have that defensive side of his uh, side of his game uh, and a couple of clearances as well. So, look, while he was beaten on the day, uh, I thought he um, he done pretty well, Phillips, and um, he does a lot that uh, probably doesn't show up on a stat sheet. Um, yeah, whether it's just that physicality he offers it around the ga- ground, um, um, and even just you know, for a big bloke, he he does move. Um, you know, fairly well and uh, certainly tries to pressure the ball carrier. Uh, so, um, no, I thought a, a pretty solid game from Phillips. And you'd think he'd get the matchup against Nat Nui. So, uh, Nat Nui hasn't been going that great. Uh, and he's probably not his best matchup. And um, that makes me wonder, you know, if uh, would Rutten be as bold as to give Nick Bryan a run against the Eagles? Um, see if he can have that leap. Um, I don't think they'll bring Sam Draper straight in if he was fit. Um, so I think it's either going to be Phillips or uh, Brian. But uh, probably in the ruck, you'd probably say Nick Bryan's more suited to go up against a Nat, Nat Nui than a Phillips. But um, it'd be hard to drop Phillips after this game. Mac Wealthy, a uh, bit quieter, but gee, he throws his body around, mate. And you don't miss that out on the ground um, when you're watching. Uh, you know, he's always attempting to smother or impact on the opposition. You know, had the 10 disposals, five kicks, five handballs. Um, you know, just the uh, three marks. So, uh, you know, if you looked at his stats, you wouldn't say that they were brilliant. But, well, you would say that uh, he's definitely an effort-based player. Um, and, you know, it's probably quite a game for him. I, I think, personally, if Stringer's right to go and he's playing I'd probably give Guelphy spot to Stringer and, you know, play Guelphy as a sub because I think as a sub, Guelphy's the perfect sub because he's a bit of a utility, can play anywhere. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what selection looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I agree, mate. Well, wasn't a, a fantastic game from Guelphy, but, um, yeah, he doesn't lack for effort, the bloke. So, look, I'd have to say an average game uh, for Guelphy, but, um, like, the little things he does do are important to the side. So, um, he'll continue to hover around um, that sort of 23rd, 22nd man um, named. So, um, no, nah, look, um, just a, another good effort game from Guelphy. And, uh, yeah, hopefully he can uh, continue to develop his game because I'm sure he wants to be best 22 every day of the week. Yeah, Will Snelling, I, I managed to find a vote for, mate. And he had 25 disposals, which is a season high. Um Kicked a goal, uh, eight kicks, 17 handballs. So he was, you know, again, another one of those link-up players, mate. But, uh, yeah, the five marks and two tackles. So, you know, he really stood out to me because he's a player that I sometimes can scrutinise pretty heavily. But, uh, you know, he really stood out in the way that he was setting us up and was pretty uh, selfless on the game. Yeah, he was. Um yeah, like looks for good options and was able to find them on the day. Um, you know, we sort of lamented his disposals in the last week or so where he um, yeah, really um, just put the ball to ground in the middle of a bunch of players rather than uh, to the man. Uh, so it was great to see him hit the targets uh, this week. Um, and yeah, like he, he does work really hard, Will Snelling. Um, 
and while like a lot of that might be in tight, which is probably why you get those 17 handballs um, and only the 176 metres gained, um, like he does try to look for better options, guys who are in better positions. Um, kicked that nice classy goal and got a goal assist as well. Uh, so no, I thought he had a fairly solid game, Will Snelling. And um, I guess that's what we, um, I suppose, expect of him. Um yeah, because he can be quite a good user of the footy. So, um, look, hopefully he continues that um, because that's how he's going to stay in the side, I reckon. Yeah, well, I don't think he's in any danger of dropping out because I think Rutten rates him so well. And there's been many games this season where I would have thought potentially he's a chance to be dropped. But I think such is the way that he's perceived by the coaches that that probably is unlikely to happen unless he gets injured. So, um He's obviously doing a lot right um, and you know, retains his spot week in, week out. Uh, AMT, he was a bit quieter in terms of his possession rate, but he's ended up with three goals, and that just goes to show sometimes Tipper can have some bad games and he, you, know, you don't see him for most of the game, but his effort did not wilter at all. Um, even when things weren't going his way, on the offense, his def- defensive work was fantastic, and he made the North players nervous. You know, and that hard work turned into three goals. So, really impressed with the way that he worked way his way, way through that game. Yeah, that's a great point, Jane. Because um, yeah, sometimes things don't go all your way, but um, he certainly kept working all match. Um, you know, have five scoring shots is brilliant. Uh, three goals, two there. Um, had three tackles and. Uh, but more to that, those you know, things they don't have a stat for, like the um, you know, sort of those pressure acts in terms of, uh, you know, plenty of North players were, were hearing footsteps behind him. Um, you know, he had a goal assist uh, to go along with his six um, score involvements. And uh, no, I think it was a, a really solid uh, sort of team game for um, McDonald, Tip and Woody. Um, and it's just great to see him continuing to run matches out, um, you know, on top of the on top of the ground and, um, yeah, capitalised on that in the last quarter with a couple of nice goals there. And no, another one is putting forward a, uh, a really good season. Yeah, finally, uh, Alec Waterman uh, coming in to the side, uh, kicked two goals. Again, not a high possession rate, but he's a player. I just hope we persevere with him, mate. I just think he's a – yeah, I love his long kicking Um Look, defensively, he didn't have a tackle on the game. So if um, you wanted to have a knock on him, he, yeah, he might be uh, defensively, he might not be the best player in terms of obtaining tackles and keeping the ball in your forward line. But as an offensive player, uh, if he marks that ball anywhere you know, around that 55-metre mark and beyond, uh, he's, he's able to go the distance. Uh, he's got that stronger body. It's hard to bring down. Um, yeah, I thought he was quite good on the day. Still, eleven disposals, but the two goals, and um, yeah, he's been a good find again. And um, I'm gonna, yeah, applaud Adrian Dodoro. I think he's done a great job with some of these pickups this year. Uh, we haven't seen Caldwell like we haven't seen enough of him to see how good a pickup that is. But we know the club's really rates him as well, and uh, it's been a fair collection of players you know, when you had Cox and. Um, Perkins and Zach Reed as well, uh, and that's before you even include like you know, 
academy players in Brandon. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think we need to uh, give Dodoro some credit on this. Uh, this is a side that, you know, when we had a lot of our players looking to leave, um, he's been able to, you know, replenish our stocks pretty pretty well, I think, uh, with the hand he was dealt. Yeah, he has, mate. Um, yeah, I think Waterman, um, like, it's, it's been pretty interesting because we he dropped him and I think thought it was pretty um, you know, hard luck to be dropped. Um, he hadn't done much wrong at that stage, but he's gone back to the VFL, um, had had a crack in the midfield and really showed his ability to rack up the footy. So I think that's the side of his game that uh, Truck was pretty keen to develop. Uh, I think coming into this game, um, while he didn't rack up a lot of the footy, it's obviously a different speed of the game, but um, you know, to kick a couple of goals, um, you know, take five marks, um, He's obviously able to find it, um, but um, you know, it's, you've got to got to, um, I suppose, acclimatise because there's a massive difference between AFL and, and VFL. So um, I thought it was a pretty good showing from Waterman, and uh, but I guess the the challenge is um, not only for Waterman but for the club as well, like to give him a few games and, and see how he goes with that because it's it's very difficult um, when you're chopping in between the two, like VFL and, and AFL. It's um, yeah, two completely different uh, games of footy, um, almost in, in the speed of the game and all the rest of it. But uh, yeah, I thought he acquitted himself quite well, and uh, that yeah, he's that booming left foot kick of his uh, is a thing of beauty to see, mate. So no, I thought he did quite well. Let's hope he gets a game in his home state of WA. Now, um, yeah, so great win by the Bombers. Uh, always good to do these reviews after a win. Now, mate, we've got the Eagles. Are you feeling any confidence going into this uh, game on Saturday night? Look, honestly, mate, um, I know they're uh, on paper they're a much more experienced and um, you know, more well-drilled side than us, but I don't see a reason why we can't uh, take it right up to them. Uh, I think our style of play uh, is certainly a lot more solid than we've had in the past. Um, and... You know, our, our blokes have shown that um, even against the better sides, um, you know, they're not uh, afraid of uh, taking it up to them. Um, so, yeah, I, I think if we if we back ourselves, our system of play, and um, you know, we're able to uh, sort of you know play the those sorts of team defence against the bigger players and um, all the rest of it. I don't see why we can't at least be in the game. Um, it'll be a tough ask for us, but you know. I suppose the the question we have to ask ourselves is, well, why bloody can't we win it? No, you're right. Uh, yeah, there's no no reason why we can't win it. The Eagles have not been dominant this year. Um, you know, they are, they are a much tougher opposition at home, obviously. Um, and I think that's the test for us this week. Um, even if we don't win, we've been blown out up at, um, you know, with Port Adelaide and, and Brisbane. So I'd love to see us be able to, if we get, can't even win, take them up to them because we know we did it against Sydney and GWS uh, when we travelled into state for those. But, uh, yeah, the Eagles, um, I think they could be a danger team. They could put any team to the sword, you know, with the, with the team they have. Uh, so what I want to see from us is on the back of a great performance against North, backing it up and at least making it, 
difficult for the West Coast to have their own way at home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, fully on board with that, Jamin. I'd love to see the boys just um, yeah, really take it up to them for four quarters and uh, make it make it difficult for them and let them know that, you know, if they come against the Bombers, um, you know, we're going to make it easy for you. All right. Well, uh, that's another episode in the books, mate. Uh, so we'll end it here. And as I said, we'll look forward to Saturday night. I uh, look forward to Thursday night with the teams being named. Uh, you know, the full side will be named on Thursday. So that'll be very interesting to see if uh, Jake Stringer and which ruck option we're going to go with. You know, are we going to go with Brian Phillips or will Sam Draper come from the clouds, mate, and come straight back in to go up against his old uh, sparring partner in Nick Datanui? <laughs> <laughs> if you can remember last year where he... Uh, Slung uh, Nick Nui to the ground. Uh, I found that quite entertaining. But until next week, (laughs) um, let's just say go Bombers. Go Dons.